Hey DCL fans, it's Wes. If you're thinking about taking a Disney cruise vacation, consider booking your trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Not only can we answer all your questions and help you with all the planning details, but we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. You're going to pay the same whether you book directly with Disney or with a travel agent, so you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send us an email at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 92 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and I would first like to wish all of the mothers out there a very happy belated Mother's Day. I hope you all had a very special day. Uh, Moms certainly deserve that. Uh, Before we get into today's episode, I want to catch you up on a few developments related to Disney Cruise Line over the past couple weeks. Uh, My interview for this show went long, so I am going to keep these updates uh, kind of as brief as possible. If you have any questions or comments on any of these, feel free to to reach out. Uh, First, by the time you hear this episode, we will be one week away from the first day of Disney Wish bookings. Really, really exciting. I just I can't wait until uh, next week and and see how it all shakes out and hopefully uh, get something for us recorded uh, or booked on on the Disney wish Uh, as always if you if you if you're looking to get on that wait list please uh, feel free to reach out Uh, I would love to help you uh, book something on the wish Keep in mind, if you are a Platinum Castaway Club cruiser who has completed between 10 and 14 cruises, your booking window doesn't open until Thursday, May 20th. So normally you, you're you able to, to book on day one. They're doing uh, things a little differently with the opening day for the Wish to, to give the, the Super Platinums, as I've been calling them, uh, a chance to book first, which actually had me wondering this weekend, are there any Castaway Club members who have completed more than 25 cruises who listen to my show? I... If so, can you please reach out to me? I'm I'm just genuinely curious to know. Um, I'm I'm always amazed to hear about how many cruises people have been able to take, and um and and those uh those those people usually have some really amazing stories to tell. So I I would really love to hear from you. All right, since I released the bonus episode about the Disney Wish announcement, Disney Cruise Line announced that it would be extending its cruise date flexibility offer for bookings made through the end of May and sailing on or before October 31st of this year. So this is the the offer that allows you to change your sail date up to 15 days prior to embarkation. They also further extended the temporary final payment extension and cancellation fee schedule through October 31st, 2021. With this change to the policy, the the final payment date is extended until 60 days prior to sailing, which also allows you to cancel for a full refund without penalty up until that date. There, uh, those are the big updates from Disney, uh, from the Disney Cruise Line side. There were also some updates related to the Centers for Disease Control, which only seemed to become more and more frustrating. The CDC released the next two phases of its conditional sailing order, which essentially laid out the requirements for the simulated voyages. I could give you my take on it, but it's probably more meaningful coming from uh, from major players in the cru- in the cruise industry. 
the CEO of Norwegian Cruise Line said in a news interview last week that he doubts we'll see sailing from a U.S. port in July and says that August is also in jeopardy because of the, quote, disjointed guidelines from the CDC. CLIA, which is the cruise ship member organization, also came out with a statement blasting the CDC, saying that there is a lot more work to do in order to achieve the goal of sailing from U.S. ports this summer and that the cruise industry will continue to go above and beyond to meet the requirements of the CDC. Uh, if you have a chance, I uh, I would encourage you to read the uh, CLIA's full statement. You can see it on their Instagram account, but it, they, it definitely takes a, a, a pretty frustrated tone. Uh, and understandably so. There were a, a few other fun things that happened over the last couple weeks, like videos of new blocks of the Disney Wish arriving at the shipyard, uh, and a new video in the Designing the Disney Wish series from the Disney Park, Parks blog. So um, if you missed any of that, be sure to check out my social media pages uh, uh, for those updates and, and for future updates like that. So now that you're all caught up, let's get into this week's episode. One of the things that I absolutely love about doing this podcast is having the chance to talk to people who have an interesting story, and especially when it's one related to Disney Cruise Line. My guest this week reached out to me uh, a couple weeks ago with a a very interesting interaction that he had, Uh, so I'm curious to hear more about that, and he also has a a couple other experiences that I'm excited to talk about, so without further ado, I want to welcome Ed onto the show. Hey, Ed, thanks so much for coming on. Hey, Wes, thanks for having me again. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. So, Ed, you said again, Ed has been a guest on my show before. Um, Sometime last year when we did the the Would You Rather episode, which I was thinking about it as I was preparing for this. We should do one of those again. I I like that, and it had a lot of of great feedback. Um, But you messaged me about this thing that that we'll talk about in a second. Um, And the more we talked, the, the more interesting stories you had to tell so you seem to have uh, this knack for being in the right place at the right time so um i'm actually going to ask you about something else that you that i didn't prep you for so i, I hope uh, i hope you're okay with that i'm down let's jump into it <laughs> all right sounds good so the first thing i wanted to talk to you about was the you know the one i'm most excited to talk to you about um you messaged me when you were down at disney world you were at the riviera resort is that right having having breakfast at uh were you at topolino's yeah you know best character breakfast just throwing That's what that I'm out hearing. there i haven't been there yet but i'm hearing great things about it um i was um at topolino's you know and then i finished my meal Went downstairs, you know, did a little perusing around the property, went and saw those beautiful mosaics, the um, Peter Pan and the Tangled, oh, you know, awesome. tile mosaics. Yeah. That's so impressive. You know, walked around um, a little bit of Caribbean beach, and then I'm getting ready to leave property, and I'm walking through the lobby of the <laughs> Riviera, and who do I bump into? Thomas Malzahn the um, president of Disney Signature Experiences. Yeah, and I believe he's also the president of Disney Cruise Line. Um, It's sort of his official... Well, you're right. That's his official title, but I think he's also president of Disney Cruise Line. So I I just... I was so shocked when you said that to me because the 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 chance, like, what were the chances that you happened to be walking through the lobby at that time and and saw him there? So how, I mean, did you recognize him? How did you know it was him? Um, you know, is it just you knew who he was, or, or just kind of tell me about that a little bit? 
So, yeah, as we know, he um, just got the position right at the beginning of COVID. So, you know, I remember reading up on it and stuff, and then it was just a fluke of, you know, a perfect storm where I'm like, you know, I saw a bunch of executives wearing suits, and then I put two and two together, and I'm like, OMG, this is him. <laughs> like, and then I don't know who was more excited, me or him, because somebody recognized him <laughs> or me because I'm talking to, you know, the man in charge. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, not only did you bump into him, you actually had a conversation with him, right? I mean, it, from what you were telling me, it sounded like it wasn't just a, you know, hey, how you doing? You actually got to talk to him. So can you just tell me a little bit about that? What did you guys talk about? Yeah, so he was really nice. He you know, once we started talking, he was in no rush to go anywhere. I became his before you. How So like, how did you how did you approach him? Like what? How did you even start the conversation? You know what I mean? So I I went over to him and I, you know, politely um, interrupted. But, you know, Disney, you're never interrupting. Yeah. They always drop everything to, sure, you yeah. know, help the guest. And I'm like, sorry to bother you, but. Um, Thomas, are you the president of Disney Signature (laughs) Experiences, Thomas? And he's like, yes, yes, I am. Like, this is one of the first times that, you know, people, you know, know who I am out in the parks and stuff. And I'm like, and then I, you know, kind of went through a brief, quick history of, you know, my cruising with Disney and how I had um, so many reservations that got canceled and how I'm. You know, I just booked for Mediterranean of 2022 and all this good stuff. And then we um, and then we wound up, you know, just talking and I was like spitballing questions at him. And he was more than happy to provide me with as good answers as he could without yeah, ruining the magic and also without giving away too much. Yeah, yeah. So I want to. I want you to tell me about what you talked about, but do you know what they were doing there? Do you have any sense on what, you know, why he was at the Riviera? Now, I don't know officially what they were doing, but from what I picked up, it was to do with not the wish, the two further ships, the way he kind of implied but I wasn't asking him directly yeah. because I didn't want to, you know. You didn't want to put him in a tough spot. Be that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you also know that he can't tell you anything. So um, yeah, well, gotcha. he's the boss. He, he <laughs> that's gets true. To I guess he what can say he whatever. Can he does. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, so, what kind of questions did you ask him, and, and what did he have to say? So I asked him about that um, birthing agreement with New York, and um, the standing of that being that. There's no way for them to meet the agreement being that they had to cancel, you know, two seasons almost out of New York. Mm. And he says that um, they're definitely going to keep, um, you know, New York in their pocket because the clients love it. You love it. I love it. You know, I'm doing it again this October. Mm. And it's um, every sailing that I've been on out of New York is sold out. Yeah. You know, so it's, you it's know, they get very a, good, popular. a good turnout. Yep. So um, I asked him about that. I asked him about the um, burning topic, which seemed to just surface again, um, just, I believe, this week about Port Everglades. And he said that 
South Florida is going to be Disney Cruise Line's second home. Yeah. Like he said, we don't know exactly where, but he said we are going to, you know, at least have one ship out there. Because right. this was right after um, the summer itineraries came out. So I'm like, why the dream? Why not the fantasy? Like, and he's like, we want to tap in on that market, you know, in such a way and keep it, you know, and grow from what we currently are. And so I asked him about that. I asked him about um, the wish, a lot about the wish. And then I also um, asked him about, you know, opportunities with Disney Cruise Line and whatnot, being that I do work in the cruise industry and I'm interested in shifting over to Disney Cruise Line at some point in the future. That's awesome. What uh, what did you ask him about the wish? Just, you know, his his thoughts on it or... Uh, so what did you talk about for for context? This was before the event. Yep. So so you couldn't tell really you a lot. That's much, right. Okay. But I asked him about you know itineraries, and I said, even though the itineraries aren't announced, we know it's going to the Bahamas. Why was that the move? Like and like, so we were kind of going in about um you know, the, some of the stuff that we did know about the wish. And then also I was picking his brain on some of the stuff that hasn't been released yet, you know, regarding the restaurants and staterooms. And, um, he was like, you could tell when I started talking about the wish, his face lit up, you know, through the mask. You yeah, could tell he wanted, because to, he wanted to tell you. He, he wanted to just be an open book, but yeah. he was, he, you know, he like hinted at some stuff without giving away too much magic sure. because, you know, at the end of the day, they wanted to have a big uh, ordeal and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything now that you know what you know, kind of looking back that you can say he was sort of hinting at or did you did it not get into that level? If I knew what we know now. Yeah. I probably could have decoded the message gotcha. <laughs> and have known a lot more in yeah. advance. Yeah. But I was like, I was shaking. Like, so like <laughs> I was shocked with the information I got. Right. Yeah. You know, so I wasn't even like trying to read between the lines. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm most impressed that you had these questions to ask him because, you know, I, I feel like I would have just, my mind would have gone blank and I wouldn't have been able to, uh, to say anything or I just would stutter something incoherently and just say, have a nice day. So <laughs> good job for, uh, for, for getting some, some actual questions in. That's awesome. Didn't you And all... I got a selfie. Oh, that that's maybe the most important thing that's so uh, definitely uh definitely need to uh, get those get those done um didn't you did you also say that he kind of hinted that they've already named the ships the future ships yeah so i asked him you know i said without you know divulging anything do we have names for the next two ships and he said all of that is set and squared away wow. and he and i said are we calling this class the wish class? And he said, no. (laughs) So I don't know what that means because, you know, we have the magic class, the dream class. And then when I asked him the wish class, he was like, no. Yeah. He said straight up, no. Now I don't know if he was playing with me or 
if they once all three ships, if mm. they're going to call them, you know, Disney's next generation or sure. something like that. Gotcha. Very interesting. Yeah. I, I think officially they're referred to as the Triton class right now. Right. But, um, yeah, who yeah, knows? Um, who the knows? Project yeah, name. The, yeah. Right. So that is so cool. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm jealous of that interaction that you, that you got to have. I think that'd be really fun to just sort of pick his brain. Cause like you said, he's the boss. I mean, he's, he's sort of the head of Disney Cruise Line right now. So, um, really cool experience. So thanks, thanks for sharing, uh, that with me. The other experience I wanted, uh, to ask you about that you had mentioned, um, that, that I didn't really prep you for just kind of briefly before, you know, before we came on is you, you were telling me about, um, an experience you had on board. I don't remember which ship, but, um, with, uh, with cruise director Trent, I mean, it sounded like you got some sort of one-on-one interaction with Trent and he, you know, he gave you a pretty cool experience. So can you take me through that? Walk us through that a little bit. Yeah. So, um, Last January in 2020, I was on the first Marvel Day at Sea sailing, and it was um, we a new captain just boarded the ship, a new cruise director. It was like you know, so all the management just turned over, so they were all on their fresh contracts. And um, my goal in the cruise industry is to become a cruise director for Disney. So I always, you know, pick their brains and whatnot. And me and Clayton had a good relationship while he was, you know, with Disney and whatnot. That's awesome. And then I um, I was already friends with the assistant cruise director of the sailing. So he already knew I was coming. And so, how did that happen? So he was, um, you know, he worked his way up. So I've known him for years by going on Disney cruises. Oh, wow. Gotcha. So he... Um, it just happened to be he was on the ship when I was going to be there. So it was great. So he already knew I was coming. And then I always make it a point on the first day to go and, you know, meet the cruise director so that they know who I am. And then I told awesome. Trent why I, you know, wanted to talk to him and whatnot. I wanted to like, do what you do one day, this, that. And then throughout the sailing, you know, we stayed in constant communication. I'd be getting calls to my wave phone, you know, from the cruise director <laughs> No way. And whatnot. And then on the uh, final night of the sailing, I was in the second seating. So it's probably 9.20, 9.30 at night. I'm in the middle of dinner. My wave phone starts ringing. And it's Trent. And he invites me over to the um, he invites me over to the Walt Disney Theater on disembarkation morning to um, tour the theater and get to get up close and personal with some of the sets from our favorite shows. That is so cool. That's unbelievable. I, that's awesome. So, I mean, how it was just you, Trent, and what was the other, what was the other one's name? So the, the stage manager, um, who's your Chris friend was What's the one leading the tour. Yeah. Um, Drew, 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 Drew. That's right. Okay. Assistant cruise director. Yeah. And then, um, but, Trent showed up that morning and then the stage manager, Chris, and then we had some of the cast from the Walt Disney theater there. So it was kind of cool to get to, um, tour the, the Walt Disney theater on the stage, like genuinely get to see the props and the sets and stuff like that, where normally you only see them from the audience. So it was really cool to get up close and personal with that stuff with some of the, um, performers who get to, you know, make those sets come to life. Right. 
That's so cool. I, that's a really cool experience. And, and the fact that the, the cruise director was calling your wave phone, I think, is and, uh, is pretty cool. <laughs> and it was really cool because it was on disembarkation morning, too. So normally that's like the worst day the of the worst cruise. Day, exactly. You got to wake up, they kick you off. And here I am waking up and getting ready to go on a on like a little tour before breakfast. Yeah. So it was like I got to do something before, you know, I got off which was fun. Yeah. Really cool. So, I mean, if you want to, if you want to be somebody, you got to get to know Ed cause Ed, Ed's got all the connections. He knows, he knows everyone. So it's about who you know, not what you know. Oh, hundred percent. It's absolutely about who you know. So, um, I like that though, going to, to meet the cruise director. So they know who you are. I, I might have to take a page out of your book and, and, uh, and, and do that myself. So, uh, yeah, I, those, I mean, those experiences are, are so cool. And there's, you know, one more later that we're going to talk about that is, uh, is great as well. But, um, I did want to get your, you know, you're a big Disney cruise fan. Um, I wanted to just talk about your reactions to the Disney wish announcement. Uh, obviously it was a huge, day last week when we when we uh, got all the information about the new ship one that I had been looking forward to uh, for a long time I'm sure you were as well um, just I guess you know overall reactions what was your favorite detail that uh, that was revealed I am happy I know this is gonna be controversial but I'm happy to see animators leave and I, be I, replaced I, by 1923 yes I, I I'm with you on that I think 1923 is is going to be awesome. I love, love that theme. Um, and I think it's going to be a really fun experience. I am also happy to see animators leave, not because I don't love animators palette, but because I just wanted three new, completely new restaurants. So I'm, I'm with you on there. I don't, I don't know how controversial that'll be because, um, I think most people wanted just new, new things on the wish. So yeah, I, well, agree I know people one. love animators. You know? Totally. I, yeah, I love animators. Palette. See, yep. I like animators on the, on the classics. I'm not a big fan on the dream class. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I only like it in the, like the, the drawn to animation night. I don't, I don't care for it, uh, on the, the finding Nemo night or on the pirates night. But, uh, that other night is, is, is awesome. Agree. Agree. I think, um, the Arendelle restaurant is going to be awesome. I'm curious to see how they're going to do it on a bigger ship because we know how, um, Rapunzel's and Tiana's works. But we're dealing with, you know, half the people. So I'm curious to see in a dining room, you know, the size of Royal Court on the Dream, you know, for reference, similar size, how they're going to make that an interactive um, yeah. theatrical dinner show. Yeah, it's a great point. I, I mean, I think I, <laughs> I think I made my uh, uh, feelings known about the Frozen theme. But I think the one thing I like about that is they're putting the stage it looks like in the center of the restaurant. So, you know, I've been in situations where my seat has been horrible and I've been sort of in a back corner, like behind a wall or something. So it's nice to have kind of equal, equal viewing opportunity to the stage is what I'm most excited about for that restaurant. Oh yeah, no doubt. And, um, from lining up the renderings to the deck maps, it looks like it's going to have that panoramic windows across the back of the restaurant, which will make cool. for amazing views, you know? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yep. So that's what I'm most excited for. Awesome. So the, the restaurants, anything, anything you thought we might get or that you were hoping for that we didn't get? So I was hoping we got, something different when it comes to the pool deck 
because um, especially the way that they have it set up, you got a, a lot of little pools that are layered on top of each other. I'm just sitting here thinking that's going to be a mess because you go to, you know, uh, the Goofy's family pool and that thing's packed. And now you got it on <laughs> on levels. like levels. <laughs> and so I just think it's going to be I don't think they created it right. I think um, the Aqua Mouse is going to draw long lines and now they don't have a staircase to put the line on. So where are all these people going to go? Like, I think they could have reevaluated that um, pool deck and made it a lot more efficient, at least. Yeah, I I'm with you on the pool deck. I mean, at least from the initial look that we've gotten uh it i i wanted bigger pools they they certainly went in the opposite direction of that um but i i i also am am gonna sort of reserve judgment until um you know until we get to see it because because i agree with you like the 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 line for the aquamouse is obviously something that needs to be considered and i i gotta think that they have thought of thought of that and that they they have a plan for it um so that's you know that'll be interesting and i also i just i don't know i it almost it almost seems like they they are they want to discourage people from using the pools you know because it's whereas you had one you have one big pool uh midship on on the other um you know on the dream and the fantasy and it got packed there were just you could never find a, a, a spot in it and you're not actually swimming ever um you know that i I don't know i just i don't under i don't really understand the thought process uh so you know it'll be interesting to see what it actually looks like in the end and uh, we don't know all the details of the of the ship so you know maybe maybe there's something we haven't learned yet but at least from the pictures and the deck plans it looks like the the pools are a little bit of a letdown so um i'm with you on that one nice thing is quiet cove is now secluded so we won't have you know how it is on the other ships where people just are walking through to, you know, get to the main pool area and families and kids. It's going to be so secluded that it is now truly an 18 and over location. True. Totally agree with you on that. I think the, the flow of people, um, just probably on the whole ship, they really, they really put a lot of thought into, I'll be interesting to see if they announce a cabanas type restaurant, which I assume that they will. If, you know, if, if they have, you know, a, an elevator bank kind of empty into that restaurant like they do on the Dream and the Fantasy right now, um, or if they have, you know, are diverting the the walkway some other way. So um, I'll be interested. Well, I'll with, be curious to with see with only that. two elevator banks <laughs> on the true. ship, that <laughs> I mean, that's another question that I have is is that is that really true? Are there only two elevator banks? Because that's um, that that should be interesting uh, to say the least. But uh, probably a, a good a good space saver, I would think. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, Any other thoughts on The Wish before we move on to the next thing? Um, Final thought, and I know me and you um, chatted about this before. Um, I'm not a big fan of how they are drawing in the Marvel and the Star Wars. And the reason being is because, (laughs) you know, don't get me wrong, I love both of them, but... I go on the special Marvel cruise to have that Marvel moment. I go on the Star Wars sailing to have that moment. And now they're bringing it to every sailing 
I think it's going to cause a problem with rotational dining for people who, you know, I don't like princesses. I like Marvel. I don't want to go to the frozen restaurant. I want to go to Marvel every night. Like things like that. And, you know, Star Wars. I think it's really cool that they're incorporating that stuff. But I think it's now taking away from, you know, why am I going to go on the fantasy for a week for Star Wars Day when I could go on the Wish for three nights and it'd be Star Wars Day every day because I could go to the Star Wars bar. You know, like things like that. I to- I totally understand what you're saying. I um, you know my feelings on it, so I'll have to agree to disagree with you on this one. But um, and the- and the reason be, I I understand how I understand you know what you're saying. It sort of dilutes the the Star Wars day at sea and the Marvel day at sea because you know before that was sort of a a premium experience that you could only get on those ships. Um, but I think. Like I am a, a huge Marvel fan, and I've been dying for a a full time presence uh, on a ship for adults uh, for a while, and you know I think it's going to be really popular, and, and and a lot of people really like it, and and I you know I don't think it really dilutes it too much because the Marvel Day at Sea I've never done a Star Wars Day at Sea, but I know how how immersive the Marvel Day at Sea is, and it just takes Marvel to the next level, you know, beyond what just having a restaurant on one ship is going to be because, you know, I, I, I definitely wouldn't say they are equivalent because the Marvel day at sea, um, you know, is completely immersive on for that one day. And, and I think maybe for that one night for those three hours on a, on a, on the wish, you'll have that immersive experience, but you know, not even close to being able to compare with what, um, what it is on, uh, you know, on a full day Marvel day at sea and same with star Wars. I, I assume I haven't done a star Wars uh, cruise, but I'm guessing it's, you know, same, same type thing. So, but I get it. I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying there. Um, and, uh, and it makes sense to me. So good thoughts there. So, um, one of the main reasons that, uh, I had you come on the show, um, I mean, in addition to all the other awesome things we've just talked about was you actually were a crew member on a cruise ship for, for how, how long, how, how many months was that? So, uh, just around a year, you oh, know, okay. and then COVID cut me short. So yeah, th- I was going to ask you that. Is that, is that the reason that, uh, that you stopped? It, it was COVID related. I mean, obviously it's, we're not cruising anymore, but had, did yep, you finish I, your contract? No, I actually um just returned because I went uh, on that Marvel Day at Sea Cruise in January of 2020. And then I went to Disneyland for 80s night at the end of January of 2020. So I I was on vacation until Valentine's Day. Okay. And then on Valentine's Day, I flew back out to the ship. I had about a month with guests and then... That wow, was okay. it, and oh, then I, I had that. about, I had about two three weeks before I got to go home, you know, with no guests. Yeah, interesting. Um, what which cruise line was it? I couldn't remember. Norwegian. Norwegian. That's right. Um, very cool. So, um, for for that, did you did you did you have to do any sailings or or move around without any passengers, or or were you docked somewhere the whole time? So since we were registered to the United States of America, my ship, we weren't only docked in Honolulu, we were granted shore leave. So we were allowed to get on and off the ship for the first week. So 
you know where I went multiple <laughs> times. I went to Alani yeah. because while the rest of every Disney property in the world shut down except Alani, mm-hmm. you know, of course I got to be there. Yeah. And so it was only a 20 minute drive. So I'm doing these character meals. Max was just introduced to Alani. So he was running around. It was really cool. And then who knew that those character interactions you know, first off, Alani closed like two days later. Oh, so wow, who yeah. knew? And they closed it like they announced that night that they were closing in two days. So like that was crazy. And then it was crazy to think that was the last time, you know, you I got to properly meet the characters. Yeah, yeah they have them around the parks and whatnot now, but it's not the same. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Cool. So what was your what was your job on the ship? I was a senior photographer. Nice. And so was that like taking pictures around the ship? Um, like, did you do kind of the staged photos like they do in the like the, so, the lobby of on the Disney cruise ships? Like so, the studio yeah, type did, photos? Yeah, the portraits. Yeah. And okay. then also the gangway photos oh. and all the different ports of call. Nice. And on a... Um, a few select excursions as well and in the restaurants cool so you i mean so you sailed around hawaii for call it a year basically i mean it must be must be a terrible terrible job to have um (laughs) but you know did you did you get to explore the islands uh while you were while you were on 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 this ship oh yeah no doubt i got plenty of time to um enjoy all of the islands and you know as a precursor to going out there, just three months before I started my contract, I went on vacation to Hawaii. Oh, so wow. I got to experience it as a tourist before I um, went out there and worked. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Um, y- yeah, so obviously Disney Cruise Line was scheduled to go to Hawaii this year, uh, or in 2020, excuse me. That, uh, unfortunately, didn't happen. Uh, I, I know a lot of people were scheduled to go on that cruise. We were originally scheduled to go on one of those cruises. Then they you know, took a break in 2021, didn't announce uh, Hawaiian sailings, but are, again, scheduled to go to Hawaii in, uh, in, at the end of April uh, 22 and then uh, at the beginning of May in 2022. So uh, a sailing from vancouver and then a sailing that returns to vancouver i think they're like 10 or 11 nights or something like that um so one of the one of the things i wanted to chat with you about ed is just to get your thoughts on some of these ports of call that disney cruise line is going to visit see if you had any experience in any of them if you had any recommendations of things to do or if you if you did something what did you do and did you enjoy it so um, I guess we'll just sort of go through the four here that um, that Disney is scheduled to visit, and you you know you can let me know if you have any experience in those ports, and uh, just sort of give me your thoughts. So the first one, maybe you know how to pronounce this. I have no idea how to pronounce it. I think it's Nawiliwili. No, I have no idea. Nawiliwili. Nawiliwili. Can you say Nawiliwili? Nawiliwili on the. Island of Kauai. Oh, okay. All right. So, so did you have the chance to visit this uh, this town or this city? Yes, we were there every Thursday overnight into Friday. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. So I got to spend tons of time, and it is awesome. You know, now the port drops you off 
into an industrial park Mm -hmm. and that's going to be a common trend here. (laughs) Um, so you go and it, they, all the local places have shuttle buses, but you go and it's a two minute walk and it's safe. It's on a path and whatnot, right to a local strip mall that has helicopter tours and, um, you know, like a Seven Eleven wow. type store, so you can get any essentials you need mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then there's another, uh, like, kind of outdoor mall. It's very small, and they got really good restaurants in there, as well as, um, you know, some more tour companies and stuff. And then there's the Marriott right there. Cool. So that's all in the direct area. Yep. And then. The island is just so amazing. They've got, you know, it's lush and green and beautiful. And I personally, one of my favorite um, excursions that I did on Kauai in the Willy Willy was a helicopter tour from the helicopter company right there, um, not far off the ship. And they bring you up through Waimea Canyon and then around the Nepali coast. And we went in and out of the Nepali coast, like weaving through the, the cliffs. Wow. And it is just breathtaking. That is awesome. Very cool. I, uh, you know, my family has been scheduling or planning a Hawaii trip, I feel like, for like five years. And for whatever reason, it just never works out. Um, and one of the islands we would love to visit is Kauai because we've heard we've heard and read and, and you know, talked to people that it's sort of the uh, – one of the quieter islands, you know, it's, it's not like a, a Maui where there's, you know, lots of, um, nightlife and stuff like that. It's, it's much more quiet and natural and that, you know, so we were really interested in going to, to Kauai. Uh, so hopefully we'll, we'll get to do that one of these days. Um, the next one is on the Island of Maui. It's Kahului. What do you know about that, uh, port? Yes. So I spent every Sunday overnight into Monday in Kahului and, So this drops you off in yet another industrial park. And now this one is really annoying because (laughs) you aren't allowed to pick up an Uber in the port. Mm. You have to walk out to pick up an Uber. The walk, I would say, is around half a mile, weaving through fences with um, containers, shipping containers on one side and a junkyard on the other side. Oh, wow. So it's a real... um, interesting setup and then it lets you out and then you have to cross a four-lane road Mm. and then you're dropped off at the maui mall and then you could call your uber wow so it's not the best port setup there is taxi cabs right there that you're allowed to pick up and then your uber is allowed to drop you off at the ship okay but it's um not a good setup for the port of like accessibility to get in and out of the port mm-hmm. um in the direct area it's very uh, commercialized you know at the maui mall there's a regal to go watch a movie there's um a cvs an ihop a pizza hut tj maxx so it's very um you know very i guess you could say like. americanized yeah 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 <laughs> I know exactly so, what you mean, though. <laughs> so it's um, it's nice, but it's you definitely if you're on one of these sailings, schedule an excursion for Maui. Don't try and 
do something on your own that day. Yeah. It's not the way it's set up. It's not very easy gotcha. or convenient to do on your own. So you got any recommendations? Oh yeah. I, um, I've been to the Maui ocean center. It's really nice. You know, if you have the time, go to Lahaina or the road to Hana, you know, and then one of my favorite things that I ever did in Maui, one of the tour excursions that I took was um, they brought us up to the top of a volcano and then we rode bicycles down. Oh, really cool. That's So it it was real fun. So I recommend um, a bicycle tour of some sort if mm. you are going to Maui, one where you ride down the side of the volcano. That sounds like something I'd be interested in for sure. Um, cool. Thanks for that. The next one is Honolulu. Um, I know what I think of when I think of Honolulu, but uh, you know what? What? Uh, what are your thoughts on Honolulu? Embarkation. <laughs> um, so the terminal is very nice. You know, it's a warehouse. Okay. With carpet, so it's not like um, any terminals that Disney really uses, where like you've been through Miami, New York, you know, they're kind of very segregated of how you maneuver through the terminal. Honolulu's terminal is not like that. You go through security and then you're in a big room. So it will be a lot of stanchions and a lot of folding chairs. Um, it's a really, it's a good port. It, it does what it has to do and it's, you know, very efficient, almost better than, you know, Miami or Port Canaveral because, you you go through security, you check in, you know, you wait a little bit and you get on the ship. You don't, you know, have to go back and forth and then go around the thing and up the ramp and through the, you know, it's, they make it very simple. The gangway is not fancy. It's a good old fashioned um, outdoor gangway that you walk across. So none, none of these like um, glass gangways yeah. that you go through. Um, it lets you right into the city of Honolulu. Some things I like to do there are, of course, go to Alani and um, the Ala Moana Center. That's the biggest mall in the state of Hawaii. Hmm. So that's, you know, and they got everything, a Disney store, Louis Vuitton, Apple, like you name it, they got it. Cool. Nice. And then, thanks for that. The last one is Hilo. Um, I actually don't even know which island this is on, so I'm hoping you can tell me that. And then, uh, you know, what what are your thoughts on Hilo? So this is on the east side of the big island of Hawaii. Okay. And Hilo is a great place to do on your own. Don't take a tour in Hilo. Because so when you get off of the ship, you walk out of the port, and now you're in a very industrial thing again. But right there, there's this um, thing called the hop-on, hop-off, and it's like 20 25 bucks. And then they give you a bracelet, and it's good all day. They'll bring you to the Black Sand Beach, the Rainbow Falls, downtown Hilo, hmm. um, the, the Hawaiian Macadamia Nut Factory. So, and you do it on your own pace. So it's really nice because they'll get you everywhere you got to go if, you know, without paying those big tour prices mm. um it rains a lot in hilo so that's something to be aware of um and it is just i like it you know it's not it's a small town 
Yeah. Because Hawaii is, you know, um, active volcano still. So it, a lot of dead space in the middle. Don't try and plan to go to Kona on the west side. You will not have enough time, no matter, you know, how you cut it. Even if you say, oh, we'll have enough time, this and that. There's one way there and one way back. So if anything happens, you're missing the ship. Gotcha. So um, it's nice, though. You know, I definitely recommend going to see the Black Sand Beaches and the um, Rainbow Falls. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, that's really helpful. Thanks, Ed. If you're if you're going on a, a Hawaiian cruise, I, I'm. I mean, I I'll. Have, take some notes here and uh you know keep it in mind for for when we when we visit hawaii eventually i assume we'll get there um i would love to do one of these hawaiian cruises they're kind of hard to hard to do because they're so long and and the logistics are are difficult to um can be difficult to figure out because you're you're flying into one port or one state i guess flying out of a different state so or country 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 my fault yep uh, so you know the logistics are a little bit uh, difficult to, to, to and work the time out, of year is rough too. Exactly, the end of April and beginning right. of May up here in the Northeast, that's the end of school. So if you right. have school-aged kids, you're, you're not you're not, you're not making it work out. Yeah, and it's not even like it's a, a quick trip. You can you know pull them out for a couple of days. I mean, you're going you're going a long time, and if you're doing that cruise, you you probably want to tack on some time, you know, in Hawaii as well. So. Uh, but anyway, or Vancouver, or, both of them. Yeah, are I great, guess. Yeah, that's true. Or Vancouver too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. So, um, I, you know, I, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about a little bit of, uh, more about your cruise experience, but we're, you know, we're we're getting pretty late uh, in the time here. So, um, I, I, this was awesome. This was really fun. I, I appreciate you coming on and sharing. Uh, you know your recent experiences and also uh, your thoughts on the wish and your and um, your thoughts on Hawaii. So thanks for doing that. Do you have any? Uh, cruises planned you mentioned october out of new york right anything else coming up that you're hoping to sail on yeah so i'm on the october 30th sailing out of new york to san juan right now nice um you know crossing my fingers that sailing sails because i'm in one of those unique sideways state oh yeah so i'm excited to try that out sure okay and then i am on the first mediterranean cruise of the season which will be disney's first mediterranean cruise in two years right yeah and um in may so i'm excited for that you know and if you couldn't tell i love the magic because majority of my sailings are on the magic i try and you know pick the ship and then the itinerary whereas most people pick the itinerary then the ship yeah yeah that's awesome um uh i was gonna ask you something else and i i don't remember but um yeah this was fun ed i thanks for uh thanks for coming on and i'm sure i will uh i'm sure you'll have some other experience coming up here that i'll be interested in talking to you about so we'll uh we'll talk again soon <laughs> yes definitely thank you for having me absolutely absolutely it was fun so uh take care and i i hope you get to go on your uh your october cruise i really do cross my fingers thank you all right <laughs> As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening.